0: Welcome back to another episode of Plug In. It is Mariah, and today we're just going to have a real conversation with y'all, a real honest conversation with y'all, um, and we're so excited to jump into this uh, moment of transparency, testimonials, all of the above. Um, but of course, before we jump into that, we're going to say a quick prayer. So here we go. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, thank you so much for this opportunity to join together and just to exalt and exemplify you in your name and your word, oh God. Thank you for all that you have done in our lives and the way that you are constantly moving um, as we progress in the spiritual walk. Lord, I pray that you would open our minds to understand, our ears to hear, and our hearts to receive the words that you are putting on um, our hearts. And I pray that the listeners would do the same so that they can gain something from this episode. Thank you for everything that you've done, um, and we commit all things into your hands. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. So, jumping into this episode today, um, first, I want to I want to like kind of shout out something new that we've been doing uh, called our Thursday plug breakdown. If you haven't um, tuned in with us on Instagram yet, please go ahead and do that. Every Thursday, we go live on Instagram. Um, with either one or two of our hosts popping in, talking about the previous episode that just aired the night before. This past week, um, the episode was, who is Jesus anyways? Or is Jesus, who is he anyways, right? And um, it was just a moment for the listeners to pop on the live and talk about the moment that they um, declared Jesus as their Lord and Savior. And the question um, that was posed by our lovely co-host, Nicole, was, where were you when Jesus introduced Himself to you, so we thought it was pro- it was a pretty good moment for us to answer that question on this episode as well. So, uh, without further ado, ladies, um, there is a few number of us today, so you're gonna hear the same voices a little more constantly than you would, but that is all right because we got stories to tell, we got we got uh, testimonies to share. So, ladies, where were you when Jesus introduced Himself to you?
1: This is such an interesting, interesting question uh, because I was actually on that Thursday breakdown, uh, breakdown with Nicole, like listening. And first of all, Nicole, I commend you. I just I text you that all the time. Like it was just so beautiful. Uh, Literally got saved on that plugin. Like y'all better tune into that. It was so good. Um, Yeah and, um, I when I met Jesus, I was also similar to Nicole when she explained it on the live. It was um, yes, I was going to church like since I was in the womb, like you know, and but however, it's one thing you know that phrase people say like it's one thing to be in church, but like you're not your body's in church, but you're not really in church, like your mind's somewhere else, and um i I was that person, I'm gonna be very honest, I was that person, I you know. I didn't know, I was really curious, as Kaz had mentioned um, on that live, I was very curious about the worldly things, and I was curious of, like, what was it like to do this, what was it like to do that? And college um, was, like, those first two years of college, I was still adjusting to myself, my identity as a human being, um, and I think what really, like, I guess I'll start off with what I turned away from, from God, was that the fact that. I don't know. I felt like I wasn't getting what I wanted, like career-wise, and like I felt like I wasn't doing good enough in school, Um, mentally. Like, of course, my grades reflected something different, but for me as an individual, I was like, I don't know if I'm doing well. I don't know if I can see myself in this career, and I was doubting myself a lot. And so I started to turn away from God, and I started to um, participate in things that were not godly. Um, and yes, that's me. And I, you know, a lot of people are like, oh my God, but you're so perfect. No, I'm not. Please cut it out. (laughs) Um, but yeah, I, I, it was a very hard time for me. I got my heart broken. I did a lot of stupid things. Um, I made bad decisions and I don't, it was just, I think it was my junior year. I was slowly forming, um, back to God. I was, I prayed often. I was praying. I was going to church in, on, in Ithaca. I was going to Calvary Baptist church. And I made myself wake up. Even if I was out Saturday night, I made sure I woke up at like 9am, get ready for church. Cause that was my routine in Brooklyn too. And I just, I, after that moment, I felt so connected. Um, but also What really drew me connected to God was the fact that I was in quarantine and that helped me drew him closer. I bought a brand new Bible, wasn't even thinking about that in like college, but my spirit was like, get a Bible, like pay for that Bible. Like if I can pay $50 to get my blowout done, I can pay like over 50 for a Bible. You know what I mean? No, it's so true. It's so true. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. and so i remember i was like really frustrated because i was thinking about my past i'm sitting in my bed and i was thinking about my past life and like middle school was a hard time for me and i used to get bullied a lot and i was i've noticed myself getting angry about the situation again because it does make me angry um at times and then all of a sudden i just was like let me just pray i said i sat out I, you know i must not sat, i knelt down and i just cried like i just sat there i cried for like 15 minutes. And I was like, God, I'm like, I was repenting. I was like, please, God, allow me to find forgiveness in my heart to forgive these people that may, that done me wrong. And it was just, I cried and it was just so beautiful. Um, And I also had multiple occasions where I did cry. You know, when I cry, I feel more connected with God. That's just me. Um, Because it's just like, when you think about all the things God has done, when I think about all the things God has done in my life, I just, you know, I cry because that's how I, that's how I express emotion and crying in a good way, not a bad way. Um, but Courtney's an
2: empath. Mm.
1: (laughs) Mm. Yeah. And, um, that's how I got connected with God. And also I'm in the praise ministry and that helped me a lot, um, as well. But I also, this podcast was just like something that really helped me. Like I wasn't even thinking about something like this and, um. Really, it just really helped me draw closer um, to Christ. I don't want to keep too long of my time, but I just want to say, like, I am just grateful for this. I am grateful for God allowing me to like be in the presence of y'all. Um, because it's so beautiful to be around people who are your age and love God, and that was something that I was lacking in my own community at home. Um, so I that's that's how I drew closer to God. I, God put things in my path for a reason, and this is my reason to be here
2: amen wow so good um courtney and i I like I, and i think a lot of people are in this boat of like you know we were raised in church and then we got to college and we thought we somebody told us <laughs> listen when they say the devil is a liar he's a liar and he really is like somebody t- told us this demon telling us, oh, you'll be fine. Just go and do what you want to do. Um, yeah. So, but I would be lying if I just say that everything started in college, that would be a lie. Um, so yeah. So my story is definitely, um, I grew up in church, um, and I grew up, um, really seeing what it means to like serve the Lord, which is like really cool. So I was serving, um, in church and, Um, my home church is pretty big. Uh, So I grew up being used to being in a, in a, an environment to give you some perspective. It used to be a Broadway theater. So I, I like grew up being around a lot of young people who loved God, which was really cool. Um, like I watched people like, you know, I watched young people like in my age now, I never thought that could be me because I didn't understand like, wow, like you're talking a lot about your past. Like, I don't know how you have the boldness to do that. You know what I mean? And, um, but I, but that was like, those were like seeds that were being planted. Um, most definitely. Um, and God just showing me like the, the power of our testimony, which is why we're here today. I need you to know on this mic that I am not perfect. Courtney's not perfect. Mariah's not perfect. Gabriella, Jess, none of us are perfect. Um, and that's not what being a believer in Jesus Christ is that now you are perfect. Um, you know, but it's, we get perfected in faith, but that is progressed. That is progression. Um, I actually, this is for somebody, <laughs> I went on a retreat, um, and, uh, I, um, my, my ex actually, um, we met there. Um, and so, you know, let me just tell you, just because you meet somebody in church doesn't mean that they're sent from God. Okay.
0: Say that one more time. Just, Just one because- more time for the people. <laughs> Say it Just- for me. <laughs> Give it for me, Lord.
2: <laughs> Just because, listen, sis. stop it. Stop, you know. Just because, and bro, I'm looking at you too, bro. Just because you meet someone in church does not mean God is sending them for you. Stop it.
0: That. Yeah, not every man that reads the Bible is for you. Come That's on, for me. Bro. I'm saying that for myself because <laughs> I need to understand. That. Oh my gosh, no, it's
2: true. It's true. And um, yeah, man, um, we literally like you know we connected and we became uh friends, Um, but it was just filled with lust. Like I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm not even gonna try to be nostalgic about it. It was just full with lust. Um, we didn't have any guidance. We didn't um we both had our struggles and so two people coming with struggles together making co- making a collision um and calling that relationship um that's destruction <laughs> if he has his issues and i have my issues and they're similar and we come together yeah that's just destruction um and so it, that's just not sent by god like period you know um and so that relationship for me opened me up to a lot of different things for the first time, and so that was when I was introduced to masturbation. So, not only was I addicted to porn, woo, but I was also addicted to mas- uh addicted to masturbation, um, and that was ridiculous. Like I, I never felt such um, a, sh- a stronghold on my life. Um, and a stronghold is when these demonic spirits have a hold, a strong hold, um, but it's multiple of them. It's not just one. Um, So that's why they call it Stronghold. So it was just multiple, right? And so I started lying. I started lying to my parents about where I was just to be with this person. I started um, uh, doing things that I never thought I would do um, and all in the name of love. And I swore on everything that I was going to marry him because that's all we understood. That's all we decided to understand, I'll say. Because, again, my youth ministry tried their best to explain why it's not okay to have sex before marriage and we took it as oh so if we're getting married it's okay then no (laughs) so when I got to college it was really hard to hold that relationship um so the relationship broke off but I still had a problem right so I was still going around sleeping with people um still masturbating um yeah and it was really rough (laughs) it was a really rough time i felt very depressed i felt very broken Um, i felt very lost and lonely and dark um yeah uh and it wasn't until i started going to church on campus and just talking to people and really being accountable about how i was feeling for the first time i was like oh no this is what i'm going through my friend was like yeah i went through that too it was really cool it was like a, a cool experience to be able to speak to someone about my sin openly which is what the Bible says. The Bible says in James 5, 13, to confess our sins unto each other and we may be healed. And that's literally, quite literally what happened to me. Um, and so, yeah, uh, fast forward, just to like speed up the time. Um, I am here today and I'm no longer addicted to masturbation. I'm no longer addicted to um, pornography. Um, and, you know, it's, 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 it's a progressive walk right it's not it's not like i don't get tempted to be honest with someone right now um but i choose life daily right it's a daily choice to choose life it's a daily it's a daily uh choice to choose life over death and it's all because i started reading the word it's all because i started to desire a lifestyle of living in christ um and just serving at church and just serving the lord and just really desiring to please him um yeah, I can't believe that I'm not addicted to those things, guys, because I I never I I would I would sit in my room and it would feel so dark and I would literally like see I would be seeing like demons to be honest. And I would just be sitting there and I would just be like, "God, I don't think I'll ever 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 be set free from this." And I would hear him say, "No, you are, and you're going to share your testimony." And I'd be like, "Oh, don't do that. Like don't do that. Not after I just did something, bro." You know like <laughs> Um But yeah, thank y'all for opening up the platform for me to share that. Um, Yeah, someone who's listening, you're not the only one going through that. Um, And there's a reason why, let's say maybe you don't see a problem with masturbation. There's a reason why you don't feel completely whole after you finish. Um, And it's because God calls us for more and to treat our bodies as a temple. And so the Lord has been teaching me what it means to treat my body as a temple of the Holy Spirit. or treat my body as, as just worthy, um, and see it as worthy. And I never did, um, until now. But yeah, that's, it's really my testimony condensed. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that was so long. <laughs>
0: I'm sorry, y'all. But yeah. Thank you for the honesty. I think that vulnerability is something that is so, uh, like, slept on in Christianity. I feel like people are afraid to be vulnerable for whatever reason. I know for me, um, I've always viewed it as a sign up until now. I've always viewed it as a sign of weakness. So, uh, for me, this journey, I was going to church since I was in my mom's belly, which is, I know the story for a lot of people. Um, and, out the womb, I probably was singing songs, singing hymns. Like I just, like I just was in church from the very moment I opened my eyes, and um, or involved in church, I should say. And I was okay with that because that was all that I knew. You know, that's what was being taught to me, and I couldn't say no because you gonna tell you gonna tell your mom no. <laughs> Courtney says she came out the womb singing "Victory is mine, Victory is mine." Come on, y'all, Big- now let me stop. <laughs> Uh, I think mine was How Great Thou Art. I can't stop singing that song every wow. day. <laughs> every day. That. I love that song. Wow. That's awesome.
1: I don't know.
0: <laughs> I, don't know. I mean, if, it, if that was actually true, I, I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, How Great Thou Art is that hymn for me. But um, so yeah, so... I went to church from the minute I was born, and I was in, you know, we called it Vision Keepers. That was our youth ministry, um, and it's been, the name has been changed as time went on, but um, I was just always under the impression that I was just going to live right, and I was going to do right. I gave my life to Christ at the age of, a, I want to say 10 or 11. I remember it so vividly. I had a black and white and Taylor dress on, and it was the first time that I felt the Holy Ghost in me. Um, I was speaking in tongues for the first time. I was crying. You think, you think you're a crier, child. I'd be surprised at the moments I don't cry. That's how much I cry. (laughs) Like literally that, like up until last Sunday, like I'm still crying like that. So, (laughs) um, but so I think the moment, so, and that's that, right. And I, and I'm very thankful for that, but all that started to change when I got older, when I started to get to high school, Um, and when my surroundings starting to change, started to change, meaning the people that I was surrounding myself with, the people that I went to school with, I felt less and less more like I was able to share that part of me and not be judged for it. Um, I just, I felt like I had to put my, I had to hide half of myself to be accepted by, um, people that I called my friends, people who I don't even talk to now. Um, but at that moment when I was 16, 17, 18, these are friends that I thought I was going to have forever and I want to have forever, but I didn't want them to judge me for loving Christ and, you know, believing that sex before marriage is something that I didn't want to do and like not drinking and not smoking and stuff like that. So naturally, what did I do? I did all of that stuff because I wanted to be a part of that group. I didn't want to be thought of, uh, I didn't want to be thought of Um, as an other or not an outlier or an an outcast or whatever. Somebody, one of my um, then friends called me a prude because I didn't want to give myself away in that that respect. And I went to college and I was like, I'm not going to be a prude. Like I I was like, I'm going to change myself. Not for the better. No, I'm just going to change myself so I can fit everybody else's narrative. So I won't be judged by my friends. So I won't be, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I entered college with this mindset. And it's so funny because- Two or three weeks before I left for college, I was talking to my pastor, and I was like, I i know I'm not gonna be able to go to church. Well, that's not what I said. I said, I'm not gonna be able to go to this church in Bridgeport, Connecticut. What am I gonna do? Because I've only known this church my entire life, and I don't know how I feel about trying to start with somebody else. Nobody knows me like you do. You've known me for the last 17 years of my life. Like, what am I supposed to do? And she just looked at me and she said, Babe. Of course, what was I doing? Crying. She was like, Baby, you're gonna be fine, God is everywhere you know, you're going to find that connection. It's going to happen for you. You can't stress like this. I was like, okay, naturally, what did I do? I didn't go to church. <laughs> like, <laughs> cause that made so much sense. Right. Cause that made so much sense. Um, but instead I, I definitely felt myself walking farther and farther away from that light that was once provided in me to me through me by God. The more that I involved myself with things that weren't of him, the less I was like, the, the less I saw myself growing in, in spirituality, which is just common sense. I was walking backwards. I was, I was moving in reverse. And um, I, I lost myself trying to find myself in other people. And I, I think there's something so powerful about admitting that because I thought I was doing right. I think somebody taught me um, way back when, I think it was in high school when I was acting, I was doing, when I was acting, pff, hello, quarantine, I'm still an actress, um, <laughs> when I was doing um, Carrie and I was playing the bully and I was like, I don't know how to be mean, like, Ugh. and I had a master class with somebody and they were like, you always have to defend your character no matter if you, the actor thinks you're right or wrong, or thinks they're right or wrong, you always have to defend them because they think they're right in the moment. And that's what was happening with me. I thought I was doing right because I was feeding my flesh and I was listening to my flesh and my flesh was at my top priority. Baby, my Bible was collecting dust on my college um, uh, desk. That's like
2: collector,
0: come on, yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I, I had the Message Bible, I had the King James Bible, I had the Bible app. I even had the Book of Mormon because I had, a, I had a Mormon friend. Shout out to you, Janelle. Hey, Janelle. Um, so I thought, you know, I thought just having it meant like I'm still doing the right thing. No, I wasn't opening it, and I wasn't living that word. And I, I just felt deeper and deeper into this trap of the world of the worldly ways, and. Um and y'all know if you know me you know what what went on up until recently really like I was just losing myself with guys that I didn't need to be losing myself with like um it was just stupid now looking back and looking back on it but in the moment I was so invested in it and it wasn't really honestly it really wasn't until quarantine that I got my life together um but I you know what I'll even cut myself some slack I'll give myself a little bit of grace it was on tour and that was when I met Gabriella and um I have to I really have to credit this like newfound walk to her. Um, and it's not we didn't like have Bible studies or anything. We just talked. We just talked about life. we just talked about just our experiences. but what I gained from Gabriella was that at the end of the day God is still God and God is still good and God is still able to get you out of that stuff even though you're so far into it. The hymn the there's a hymn that says I was sinking deep in sin, far from the peaceful shore. Very deeply stained within, seeking to rise no more, child. That was me. <laughs> that was me. Um, yeah, uh, that was me. And I, I felt like, well, if I did this much, if I send this much, not even knowing how much I was gonna send after that, after that conversation. But if I send this much, I there's no way to come back from it. Like God's not gonna keep blessing me. Like I'm, I'm blatantly disregarding Him. Why would he wanna bless me? Because he's a loving God, because he's a caring God, because he would never let me, he would never leap me out to dry like that. No, 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 that's not the kind of God I serve. And it took me a very long time um, to understand that. And it took me being around first Gabriella and then coming back home because of quarantine and being involved with church all over again. And then in May, when I hit all these girls up and I was like, listen, I, I need God. I need him like I need, I, I need him like never before. And I don't know how to do that. And I think, again, going back to the topic of vulnerability, it took a lot for me to be like that. It it took a lot for me to say that because I feel like, this is just personal, people have this um, depiction of Christians and depiction of Christians in Christianity and how we always have to be these perfect um, God-fearing individuals and that we never make any mistakes. And then like, if we do make a mistake or wh- whatever you describe as a mistake, whatever you, or choices, right? Cause that's what they really are. We make these choices that are not directly aligned with what God has in store for us Then we messed up. And there's no going back because you're a Christian and you're not supposed to make those mistakes and you're not supposed to make those choices. And now how can you be a Christian if you did all of that? So that kind of that kind of thought process was running through my head. And I was like, I can't I can't I can't go back. Like, How am I supposed to be pure again if I did all these things? But it's all about and I'll bring up a scripture because um, I think it very eloquently says exactly what I'm feeling. James 1 and 2, it says, consider it, this is the amplified version, it says, consider it nothing but joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials, be assured that testing of your, the testing of your faith through experience produces endurance, leading to spiritual maturity and inner peace. And let endurance have its its perfect result and through English, and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed In your faith, lacking in nothing. And in this part, this is uh verse five. This is the part that I want to like hit on for a second. If any of you lacks wisdom to guide him through a decision or circumstance, he is to ask of our benevolent God, not your friend, not that boy that you was messing around with, not you know what I'm saying, not these videos and music that has nothing to do with the walk of faith that you're on, but asking God, who gives to everyone generously and without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. That's what I had to start believing. I had to be like, okay, Mariah, like, first of all, everything that you're experiencing has already happened. Jesus knows what's up, right? And you need to like, take it easy. You need to be okay with the fact that you've done it. It's in the past, but you can move forward. You don't have to stay stagnant. And I think that thought process has helped me, especially within the last eight months. I can't tell you how many times. I I, I have trouble with my anxiety, Um, It's not like a diagnosed issue or anything, but it's just, it's a real fact. Like I have nervous breakdowns quite often. Try not to get emotional because that's what happens when I talk about it. But literally last Sunday I was leading worship and I sent this video to um, the group chat. Oh, sorry, I'm getting emotional. I was talking to my sister. I literally had two nervous breakdowns in the course of an hour at church. This was last Sunday. This was December, what, the the 13th or something like that? Two nervous breakdowns in the course of an hour. And between those two nervous breakdowns, I was up leading worship, declaring a word across the live stream about how God is going to save you from your anxiety and it's going to save you from your depression. And then I turned around and went to the bathroom and started sobbing because I was so anxious. My sister came to talk to me for about a half hour. And I might do. Church is still going on pastor's preaching, and I'm having a nervous breakdown in the bathroom. And I told my sister, I said, I feel like a fraud. I feel like such a fraud. And she talked me out of it. But the point the point of the matter is, the reason why I said that is because I felt like I was taking 10 steps forward and 20 steps back. I felt like I was doing such a great thing with plug-in and, you know, having these conversations and opening myself up and really reading my word. And then I would fall into these deep depressions and I would think about all the things that I've done prior. And like, how can God really bless me if I really, if I was really adamant about doing all of these things that were against his will and against his word. But I have to remember the scripture. I have to remember the scripture God, God doesn't do this and not and doesn't bless me. Like, that's not how he works. He doesn't put these trials and errors in my life and then not bless me from them. You know what I mean? He doesn't allow me to experience these things and be like, well, that's that. Sorry, kid. Like, that's not that's not God. If anything, there's something to be learned from myself, but also other people being able to share these experiences with everybody on this podcast so that somebody else can learn from it too. Like, God is making me a vessel, and I just, like, I'm so thankful for that opportunity to, to just learn more about him from my own walk, but also be that vessel and that like jumping off point for somebody else who might not even know where to start. So where was I when Jesus revealed himself to me? I was 11 in my church. He, and and then I lost it. And then I found it again, or he found me again eight months ago when I started this podcast. And that's just to say, no matter how long you've been a Christian, you can always be renewed. You can always find him all over again and find something different to embark on in your walk. And I'm just really grateful because every day I'm learning, and I'm never going to stop learning. And I think that's, I think that's the beautiful thing about Christianity is that you're never done learning, and God is never done working. So that's my my. Uh, I don't know if any of that made sense, but
2: um, no, it did. It did. Yeah, that was my I, I, rambling. No, no, it was so good. Thank you so much for sharing. And I think, um, I think something that I talked about on the live. Um, because you you're you're touching on this um, is the difference between salvation and being born again and like you know the bible talks about in romans you talk about um, being renewed by the uh, um, by the transforming of our mind being trans look at me Uh, (laughs) (laughs)
0: excuse
2: me being transformed by the renewal of our mind right Um, And so when you become born again, that is a process of transformation. However, a lot of us just stop at the salvation part. Um, We get saved, but we don't understand what it means to be born again. The Bible says you are grafted into a holy kingship, a lineage um, that has now allowed you to receive the blood of Jesus. And so when you do sin, God sees the blood of Jesus but that's only if you are born again. Um, however, I think something that's so important that you said, um, is, is just, and that was my thing. And I I mean, it sounds like it was all of us, you know, it's like, you know, we, we, we got saved, but we weren't born again. Like we weren't actually transformed. Right. Um. And so I was like, you know, at nineteen. I mean, I think it was when I became born again. And and you know, just just I'm just echoing what like we all said. And I think it was so beautiful, like everything that was said. Um. Especially, um. And Mariah, thank you so much for even. I was getting teary up, te- teared up, um, when you were talking about like, anxiety, um, and yeah, like that's, that's our reality. Like that, that, that's our humanity. Like we're still human beings. Um, and at the same time, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to be, I mean, I'm saying this on, on the mic, I'm going to be praying for you. Um, but that was an attack. Like that was an that was a full blown attack. Uh, Cause it came out of nowhere and it, and it wasn't a surprise that it came out of right after you were, you being used as a vessel to, to, to set someone else free, from anxiety. Yeah. So the devil was like, oh man, let me come in. Listen, girl, last night, I mean, sorry, I know this, I'm not trying to take up time, but listen, last night um, I was, I was, um, I was cleaning up spiritually. I would say that. And the, I was literally sensing a demon of fear and heaviness crawling on me. Like I was sensing that in the spirit because um, all of a sudden I f- was feeling heavy, I'm feeling sad, like, oh, i got to let go of my stuff. Mm. And the Holy Spirit was like, you better pray against that. And so I had to declare, I said, in the name of Jesus, I rebuke you, you spirit of heaviness and depression. Um, and maybe we'll do an episode all about that, because I am all about smashing these demons in the face. Like, listen, like, we have authority in Christ Jesus. And um, yeah, so I'm going to be praying for you uh, Mariah um, because wow but thank you so 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 much for sharing that because like one may have thought like oh wow look at Mariah leading worship and so spirit filled but like she's spirit filled but she's a human too <laughs> she's a human too going through her own battles um, but thank god we don't go through it alone right man
1: I w- I would like to add on to that because that's like a personal thing that hit home for me and I'm like teary-eyed still. Um, sorry. I don't know why I'm crying. Um, I'm so sorry. I'm fine <laughs> because it's something that I struggled with. Um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Um, that's something I struggled with when I was singing as a kid. You know, um, like I said, like trying to cater to my community, trying to sing um, to my community and spread the word, and yet I'm going behind God's will and doing things that are wrong. So that definitely hit home for me. But um, who? I think I need a minute. Um, someone else can go.
2: Listen, I think ah, uh, no, I don't want to cry. <laughs> it's so, I thank God for you guys. Cause like, I think like the three of us here, it's so ironic that it's just three of us. We all like went through the same thing in terms of like, like be serving. I mean, that was like the common thread in my testimony. I think I was constantly still serving, but yet yeah, I was still addicted to things and I was still broken. And I think that was a thing, right? It's like, how can, even in college when I was serving, I would be so confused as to why God wants to use me, um, you know, and woo. Um, I think I think that's just really a testament to God's grace. Um, we have a post that says God's grace is still enough for you. <laughs> it is still enough for you. Like it is still sufficient for you. Um, yeah, I, man, it's, I mean, last week we talked about how I you know, I think I said it like I don't his love is not comprehendable. <laughs> and I think that's just what it is, Mariah and Courtney. I don't know. it's just like his love is actually not able to be comprehended, comprehended yeah? Um yeah. Because I I know about y'all, but I I sense that this is like what we're all thinking is like we're we're not worthy. <laughs> We're not worthy. We're not worthy to be used. We're not worthy to be used by God. We're not worthy to be in the positions that God allows us to be put in. But that's the thing. It's not by our works. It's not by our works. It's, it's truly by grace. Every single thing, man. Um, man, and if that doesn't inspire you who's listening, whew, like it's truly by grace. It's not by what we do. Uh, yeah, sorry. Y'all got me a little emotional. Um, but it's real. Yeah. I've had those moments too of like, just not really understanding why, um, he hasn't struck me down yet.
1: <laughs> I, I will say this, um, cause back to the perfection thing, um, my whole life, like people, like, especially from my church, they were like, wow, this is such a perfect family. Cause like my entire family joined, um, and we actually were in the transition of transferring churches. I went to this church in Harlem and it was a really long commute for us. That was my grandmother's church and we still have a good connection with them. It's just, it was really far and I decided to go to church, um, in Brooklyn, but everyone was just like, this is such a perfect family. You're so perfect. And I felt like as a kid, I had to live up to that expectation of being perfect. And I'm telling this because I know there's people who are probably in the ministry like I am, or who are who probably grew up in the same environment as Nicole and Mariah and myself and, you know, strive to be perfect. And I think that's what causes us to have this anxiety because it's like, wow, like, I don't know um, if this isn't God, like, you know, it's just, I don't even know how to put it in words, but uh, I hope you don't understand what I mean. But it, I, you know, I was like stuck. I was like, I don't, I don't know if it, you know, if this is the right thing. I mean, of course, you know, the things that I did were not right, but um, I was trying so hard to be like perfect and to be that goody two-shoe type of like Christian when in reality I'm just human and God understands my heart and you have to understand that too the talking to our listeners like God understands your heart whatever you're going through whatever the circumstances might be like he understands you don't try to fit in to be perfect don't try to fit in to like make people proud like Paul, like I tell you every day, like I love Paul in the Bible. And like he says, Am I a people pleaser? No, there's no need for you to sit here and please people because the word perfection is coming from the human mouth. It's not coming from God's mouth. He's not, God's not asking you to be per- perfect. He's asking you to walk with him by faith. He's asking you, you to have faith in him. It's not about people, and I think that's what causes us to have the anxiety because we're afraid of what others are saying. Well, oh, this person's doing this, that, and a third. How can she get up on a pulpit and sing Mariah like for like? You know what I mean? Like, no, I like that. For first of all, like as we've been saying, like there, everyone has skeletons in their closet, as you've been saying in every single episode. And if if I'm gonna sit here and like, um judge somebody else, I have three fingers pointing right back at me because the Lord knows what I did and that's between me and God. And I think we have to understand that our anxiety comes from human flesh. It doesn't come from God. God's not giving us the anxiety because He wants us to do great. He sees great in us. That's why we're here. That's why we're talking on this podcast. Because we wanna we wanna create change in our hearts. And it really it you know it that really touched me. Um I apologize for breaking down, but it really did touch me when you said that because I had so much anxiety, even in, as a praise team leader at my church, because I was just like, I'm afraid of what others are saying. I'm afraid of what who's saying this and that. It doesn't matter, because as long as God is getting the glory and as long as he's getting the praise, it doesn't matter what people say. Like, are you, are you a people pleaser? No, we are not people pleasers. We are um, pleasing God and, and and through his will. And I just, I just wanted to say that to everyone, even including our listeners who are listening, because... I'm sure you're going through that same like anxiety type of phase as well because it, it's hard it's hard to like it's hard to um not think about those stuff because it's tempting and the, the like nicole said the devil is a liar <laughs> literally period and um yeah i i thank you mariah for being vulnerable to share that um that was just beautiful thank you
0: i also you're welcome i Thank you for saying what you just said because I know there's I know there's going to be somebody out there. I know there's going to be someone that says, "Oh, well the Bible says we we should strive to be perfect because Jesus is perfect and we're made in his image and yada 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 like yes Scripture says, and I'll pull it up right now, Matthew 5 and 48 says, you therefore must be perfect as your heavenly father is perfect. But think about the scripture that we just read not too long ago, um, James 1 and 4, and let endurance have its perfect result and do a thorough work so that you may be perfect and completely developed. Completely developed is is, is where the perfection comes from. Completely developed in Christ. And I said this in the last episode, the more that I am strengthening my walk in Christ, the more that I'm really reading my Bible and understanding and taking into account and applying to my life what the word is saying. I don't want to do this stuff anymore. I don't want to sin anymore. And not because I just don't, not because it's wrong, because I don't feel led to do it anymore. And I think that's what it is. It's it's less of, I want to be perfect. I can't do wrong. I want to be like God and God doesn't do wrong. That's for me, that's what it is. And I think the more that I think about that, the, exactly. Be.
1: Yeah,
0: because you know, people will be like, Oh, well, you're a Christian and the Bible says this, and you're not following the Bible, but you're not understanding the Bible. Take into account what the Bible says. Don't be a Bible thumper. Listen, don't just listen. say scripture. What I'm telling you, don't just say scripture because it's scripture. Say scripture, but understand scripture for yourself before you condemn others. Yeah, that that's it
2: the devil knows scripture too just fyi he knows the scripture oh yeah yeah
1: that's
2: why that's that's what makes it so
0: easy for him exactly
2: that's why he's able to i mean that's why he was able to tempt jesus you Mm -hmm. have to know the scripture to be able to flip it Mm -hmm. he flipped it right Mm -hmm. so like it's not even just about um okay well i'm reading my bible i think mm, two things it's not even just about reading my bible but it's living the word and desiring for the word to change you. Do not be afraid of the word changing you. Lately, a lot of people I've been talking to, I sense that, that they're afraid to be transformed. And it can be a little bit scary. Like, oh my gosh, like, I thought this was right all my life. And now God is saying it's wrong. Or now I'm finding out that God says that it's wrong. Right, right, right. So that's one, like, understand that the devil knows scripture too. So it's not about just like, Uh, memorizing Psalms 23, but actually like believing Psalms 23, for example, and living it and breathing it and breaking it down. Um, And then the second thing I wanted to say, listen, (laughs) I need to say this. I need to say this. I need to say this. This is huge. Um, I was lukewarm. And I think like that is the, like, if that's not the thread of all of our testimonies, God is so cool. Like all our testimonies have like a, like a theme. Okay. But lukewarm is when you're, like, neither hot nor cold. You're, like, right in the middle. You're, like, right in the center. Um, and that's just, like, a dangerous place to be. I think something I, I just I felt like to say was just, like, when you don't understand your faith and you don't understand why it is, you, you why you believe and how, and, 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 and even the how, you know, when you don't understand that, Oh man, it's so easy for the enemy to deceive you and you just start like it starts with just, oh, I'm just, you know, going here. I'm just doing this and, you know, before you know it, um, that becomes your life. Um, you know what I mean? And so that's like for me anyway, like that's it that was a huge thing that God taught me about. This just like yeah you have to you you cannot be halfway there's no such thing as Mm. oh like I'm a Christian you know and I'm not judging anyone I'm just being real with you like there's no such thing as like yeah I'm a Christian I get God says that but I don't really agree no (laughs) I felt really led to share that because that was me you know don't don't get comfortable with just being passive, you know, or, oh, like, um, but no, I, that was me, you know, don't get comfortable. And I think college, college kind of like promotes this of like, oh, don't talk about your fate. Shut up. And, uh, (laughs) and let's keep it moving. You know what I'm saying? No, like I have to be radical or I will literally be sitting all day. (laughs) There's no in-between you think about Saul, who turned into, who became Paul, like, he was killing people left and right, killing Christians left and right in the name of God. Can you imagine Mm -hmm. the goofiness? But the thing is this, (laughs) his plan and destiny was actually to share the gospel left and right. (laughs) Right. All over the world. Just like how he was killing all over the world, he was destined to share the gospel all over the world. And if he didn't do that, can you imagine if he didn't obey his calling, if he didn't really step into that and just be, and just no matter what people said, so many people talk trash about Paul, and yet he still shared the gospel. So let that be, um, you know, even for us, I know that that's like inspiring me right now, but also like, let that be inspiration for you too. Um, so yeah, I just wanted to, <laughs> I just wanted to share that with you. Be, if, if you gotta be radical and if radical means you're telling someone Jesus loves them, whoa, yeah, tell them that, tell them that, sis, tell them that, bro. Um, and you will grow, you will grow. Um, if radical means reading your Bible every day, if radical means praying, if radical means not sinning, Hello? Uh yeah, do that. You know, be serious. If you're gonna do something, I you know be serious about it. And that's what God has just been teaching me lately. Why do why why treat me halfway? You know why eat crumbs when you can have a full meal? Um. So yeah,
1: I also wanted to share something as well. Um, I was we had a meeting at our church, uh, a young adult meeting, which is amazing. And uh, I was with the the young people at our church and. I talked about y'all cause I was just like, I, t- cause they asked about how was our spiritual growth and I was just, I talked about this podcast and I, you know, I realized when I was talking, reflecting on my spiritual growth throughout this quarantine was that I was my, my friends, they held me accountable, um, for, you know, reading my Bible. And I, I this group helped me so much tremendously. And like, I encourage people, like if you are struggling to find Jesus, Find a friend group, find people to talk to in your friend circle and pray with them, like talk to them. It doesn't have to be a podcast, but it can just be like a little Bible study session here and there. I think finding people that will hold you accountable in a positive way is the way for you to strive more for Christ. And that's through my personal experience. And I thought that that's what helped me the most was my friends who love Jesus.
0: Oh, man. What up? What a morning. I tell you I feel so fulfilled every every week after we record um this week particularly because again that topic of vulnerability I just really thank y'all for going there today really just being vulnerable being open and just expressing in detail how God has moved and honestly he was moving today right here right now um And it is my hope, and we're going to pray in a second, but it is my hope that if there was just one listener that felt this word today, word, we weren't preaching, but if there was one listener that just felt the move like we felt it in this room today, in this Zencaster room, then we're doing our job. Like, we're doing it right. Um, And I know for me, myself, I felt it, so it'd be very impossible for me to believe that somebody didn't feel it on the other side, on the receiving side, so... Um, with that being said we're gonna close out um i i just feel really led to pray is that cool um so father god in the name of jesus lord Thank you for putting this uh, word and this experience on our hearts, oh Father God. Um, We know that you do not make any mistakes and you don't make anything, any choices that are not meant to be made, oh Father God. Thank you for moving and shifting the atmosphere today, oh Father God. We pray that somebody out there is just touched and blessed by this episode, somebody is just changed for for the better by this episode, oh Father God. We thank you for the spirit of change as we are getting ready to enter into a new year, oh Father God. We thank you for the change. that is already taking place in our lives and around us, oh, Father God. We pray that we keep you at the forefront, oh, Father God. The moments when we start to fall back, the moments that we start to rescind, we pray that you would just remind us that you are at the center and you are at the core um, of this movement, of of our life, of this walk, oh, God. We just pray for that to happen for each and every one of us, oh, God. Bless each and every one of our listeners. God, bless each and every one of us, oh God, um, as you continually do a work in us. We just thank you and we bless you and we praise you. Um, come against the spirit of anxiety and depression and, and anything under that umbrella of fear, of self-doubt, of self-loathing, oh God. We just come against that in the name of Jesus. And we just, again, pray that you would remind us that you are at the core and you are at the forefront and you make no mistakes, oh God. We thank you, we bless you, and we commit all things into your hands, especially along our walk. Now and and forevermore. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
2: Thank you so much for plugging into today's episode. I really enjoyed it and it really blessed me and so I know that I hope and I know that it blessed you. We'll be right back here plugging in with you next Wednesday same time at 12pm Eastern Standard Time. Join us live every Thursday for our breakdown and Q&A at 7pm Eastern Standard Time and join the Plug In Tribe community at Plug-In Podcast on Facebook and don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Plugin dot podcast. Uh, and if you have any questions, prayer requests or topics you want us to talk about, email us at plugin at gmail.com. Don't forget to leave a review and share this episode with someone. If it fed your soul and brought light to your day. And if you have any questions, um, maybe you gave your life to Jesus in, um, two episodes ago, please, please, please email us, let us know. We want to help you. Like we said, we're a community. Join the Plug Plugin Tribe community where you can ask questions. Um, yeah, we want to be there for you. We want to be here with you. We want to walk with you because we weren't created to walk this, uh, walk of faith alone. So yeah, thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.